32GI. Leading sports nutrition provider. Focused on health and performance. 32GI. Trusted sports nutrition advisors. Welcome to 32GI Sports Nutrition. I'm Mr. Active David Katz. Mark Wolf back with us on the podcast. And Mark Wolf, a fantastic topic today because, um, look, it applies to all athletes, but especially guys who tend to go long. And it's something that cyclists hit more often than, than others. And it's the phrase that uh, sort of hitting the wall or bonking. And just briefly for people out there, what, what does that terminology mean? Well, in short, Dave, I mean, you depleted your glycogen stores and, um, the body needs to now transition to a different energy source and it's just a terrible, terrible feeling where you're completely depleted of, of energy. In actual fact, if you're a cyclist, you know, you can't even feel your pedals, your legs don't want to move. And for most people, they feel like they're in a world of hurt and pain and they've just got no energy to continue. Um, depending on an athlete, it could range from 20 minutes up to, you know, some people just give up. Um, it's a terrible feeling. Um but yeah, bonking is basically, um, you know, energy stores depleted. So for someone to reach that point, how do they get there? Well, there's a couple of ways. I mean, first of all, they might be performing at, um, at too high an intensity than they're used to in training. And if that does happen, you know, intensity determines fuel tanks that are utilized. So a person's glycogen stores will see them anywhere from, say, let's say 60 to 90 minutes at a very high intensity, well-trained athlete. Uh, uh, quite a bit longer, but if you push yourself into that, uh, what I call, um, you know, more your zone, it's probably four or five efforts, but definitely zone three upward efforts, I mean, into four or five, I mean, your glycogen stores are going to deplete quite rapidly. So you need to know how to place yourself correctly because if you overextend yourself, um, yes, you can spare it with nutrition, but if you overextend yourself and you're going to be out there for a couple of hours, um, you are going to land up in a heap of trouble. Now, Mark, I mean, anyone who's been out on a bike has been with people who bonked, and uh, you know, I was a friend of mine one day, and also, like you say, it's, it's you know, did they not have breakfast? Did they, you know, maybe have a little bit less on the ride? But when you hit that point, I mean, you cannot carry on. You need to do something to get back into your body. He probably didn't take the best approach, but at the time it was just pump sugars, which was a chocolate and a soda. What, what do you do when you reach that point? Well, you definitely need to put sugar into your system. If you can get a glucose drip, that would be phenomenal. But, um, but yes, I mean, you need to stabilize your blood sugar because the reason that you get that terrible feeling when you actually hit the wall, when you bonk, is the fact is that the brain goes into what's called a defensive mode. The brain is one of the most important, if not the most important organ in the body, and it basically says to the body, I'm shutting you down because I need to survive, I need to feed. And uh, it goes into that sort of stress. So it actually sort of shuts the muscle system down. It doesn't do it um, to, to cause havoc. It, it, it does it in order to slow you down so you can get more oxygen back into the system um, because that's what you need in actual fact to break down fat to convert to fuel. So and the brain is very much also a fat-fueled organ. So the thing is, is that um, it's really a defensive mechanism. Um, it's quite interesting, though, because you can train yourself to be far more fat-efficient. And for people that are very fat-efficient, hitting the wall is something that virtually never happens to them. They actually, it's, they don't go through that transition of pain. They actually just 
sort of like I explain it to people, it's like shifting from one gear to the next. You're going at a very high speed, and suddenly you've just got to shift downwards and go into a different speed, but you know that you're actually burning more fat off at that particular moment in time, but your pace is a lot more controlled. But again, mentally you need to be able to deal with that situation, and it's not such an easy situation to be in. Now, we uh, are sitting in South Africa in a situation where we're about two months, just uh, under two months now to go to the uh, 947 Cycle Challenge, one of the biggest races out here. That is the distance. It's around 94 kilometers. People tend to focus a, a lot on the training. Obviously, it is important, the training, the recovery from that, but often nutrition can get a bit neglected. And this is one of the reasons why people can find themselves in this situation, isn't it? Without a doubt, I mean, there's, there's three sure ways to ensure that you have a decent day out in any cycle race, uh, whatever race it is. The first thing you do is you, is you need to train properly. And I mean, when I say train properly, I mean to holistically train and get that body to adapt completely to the same technical course that you are going to be racing. So if it's going to be a hilly course, you need to do hill work. If it's going to be a fast course, you need to do speed work, you know, based on the time that you're going to be doing uh, the racing. You need to be able to train according to how you're going to race so that the body does adapt to that. But at the same time, as you mentioned, you need to also focus on the nutrition, and I call that nutrition training. You need to try and experiment with your fueling and make sure that you feel correctly to be able to support the effort that you're going to put out on the day of the race. And you need to practice that in training. So you need to pick days where you are going to simulate sort of a race effort, um, on a, on a similar course, and you can experiment with your nutrition. And you can't do this at the last minute. You can't do this two or three weeks before. You need to start this six to eight weeks before the event at the very least because sometimes what you choose is not going to actually work for you, so you need to keep on experimenting over and over. The other thing is is that the stomach or the gut, as I call it, needs to adapt to the kind of fuel that you're actually putting into your system because if, it's, if you don't fuel yourself generally and then suddenly you feel yourself well, you can go into gastric distress, and that's the last thing that you want to do is get GI distress and um, and uh, and cause havoc on your digestive system. So you really need to make sure that um, all these things are, are are put into perspective. The final thing that I tell people is pace yourself correctly. It's very very egotistical when it comes to cycling. You know, guys go out there and they just explode out of the starting blocks and they put themselves into a very high zone. Um, of intensity, and in actual fact, they haven't trained in that zone much. So how long have they put themselves into that zone for? And I, whenever I do talks, I actually explain to people, if you consider yourself to be like a, your fuel tank to be like a box of matches, and you've got 15 matches in that uh, fuel tank, every single time you accelerate or put yourself beyond that threshold, you're going to burn off a match. And when those 15 matches are gone, you're absolutely finished. You've got no legs left. So save those matches for as long as possible, Ensure that you're seated in the correct group, ensure that you're pacing yourself correctly, and make sure that you stick to the pace that you've trained at, because if you don't, you're going to land yourself up in trouble. No matter how good your nutrition is, it's not going to save you from outpacing yourself. Now, Mark, uh, just looking within sort of the 32 GI product range, people were listening to this and they're thinking, look, I need to adapt, I need to change, I need to get ready and use what Mark said as a focus. What, what products would you say would people be looking at to assist with that? Well, the, the way I work when it comes to fueling is quite simple. Um, maybe it's not simple for some people, but the first thing I ask people is, can you eat when you're riding, or do you prefer drinking 
your fuel when you're running because some people prefer a solid food and some people prefer a liquid feed. Um, when I say liquid feed, I mean a carbohydrate energy drink. And when I say a solid food, I'm talking about obviously an energy bar. And then some people like a combination of those two. And some people like a, a blend of, they don't like a liquid like a gel and they don't like a solid, but they like something soft like a chew. So you need to make sure that whatever you determine to be your fuel is going to be suitable from a palatable point of view and also from a texture point of view. Those are two key ingredients. Once you once you understand that, you then need to decide what kind of an athlete are you. Are you the person who's going to do your 90k bike race in under three hours, or are you going to just are you a, a, a social cyclist and are you going to just take your time and just enjoy getting to the finish line? Because there's very different fueling for those two types of athletes. The one athlete I call them a, we call them race snakes as an example. They're the kind of athlete that really goes there hard, fast, intense. A competitive athletes, the other type of athletes we call maybe a weekend warrior, more of a social athlete out there to enjoy themselves, both different fueling strategies. The faster, more intense, high-intensity athlete is going to go and look probably more for a liquid fueling, and the reason they would go more for liquid fueling for a carbohydrate drink is because, or for gels, for example, is because the intensity is so high, they don't have the ability to chew and block those airways. Things need to be very quick and very simple. And um, they also need to use uh, more blood sugar spiking products, now those quick-releasing carbs, because the effort and intensity that they're going at needs to be fueled quite quickly to spare as much glycogen as possible during that event over that short distance. Um, if you're looking at a weekend warrior, they can look at probably more uh, blood sugar stabilizing products. They don't really need to spike their blood sugar. They're not performing at the this very, very high-intensity effort that some of the racing uh, athletes are performing at. They might also enjoy a solid food or something in between, like a chew, which is a, a type of a solid food. If I was going to take my time and enjoy the race, I wouldn't even look at gels because, to me, that's not um, that's not uh, social um, uh, fueling. That's more fueling for more your serious or your fast-paced athletes. So you need to determine the, the type of fuel that you want the kind of athlete that you are, and based on that, you can then go and select um, the kind of fueling that you want for that event. And we, we have put up some fueling guides um, uh, on our website for, for people to um, to have a look at. And at the same time, we've actually sent out a, a nice fueling newsletter, which people can subscribe to. If they subscribe to the 32GR newsletter, we've sent out one which is prevent, prevent yourself from hitting the wall or prevent yourself from bonking and basically... Um, there's a whole explanation of the kind of things you can look at, and at the very end of that uh, sequence, it actually gives you an option to select which fueling guide you want, and you can download that fueling guide off our site. Well, Mark, fantastic. And if people have any more questions regarding this, they can also email coach at 32gi.com or tweet us uh, 32gi or at 32gi. But Mark, well, thanks very much for that fantastic insight. But from Mark and myself, the stack of David Katz, we'll catch up again with you soon. 32gi. Leading sports nutrition provider. Focused on health and performance. 32GI. Trusted sports nutrition advisors.